Hello, and welcome to the Empowered Goddess Creative Podcast, an inspiring space for all women to come alive and discover how to embody their divine wisdom for living a life on purpose, fully empowered and creative. From creativity discussions to mindset rituals and transformational stories, you will discover the tools every woman needs in her sacred container to navigate her unique path. Whether you're going through life transitions, desire more clarity to uncover your purpose, or are ready to become truly empowered, then you're in the right place. This is where women gather to paint their life canvas. Welcome to the Empowered Goddess Creative Podcast with Renee Shear. Hello, beautiful friends, and welcome to today's episode. I am your host, Renee Shear. I am so excited that you're here with me today because I have an extra special guest that's going to be joining me. Her name is Laura Powers, and she is a celebrity psychic and clairvoyant. And we're going to be talking all about intuition and how we can use our intuition to live a life we love, to manifest, to step into our power and come into complete alignment with that. So I'm super excited to get started on this topic. But before I do, I have a favor to ask. And that is, if you are loving these episodes, I would ask that you take a couple of minutes and write me a five-star review on Apple iTunes. This will allow me to reach more women like you who need to hear these beautiful messages, who need to be inspired to step into their power and start living a life that is more aligned, more creative, and more joyful for themselves, just like you. So without further ado, let's get started. Hi, Laura. It's so, so good to have you here today. How are you doing? I'm doing amazing. How good. are you? <laughs> I, am, I am so wonderful. I'm so excited about today's topic of intuition and manifestation because I'm just so all about women's empowerment and using our intuition to really guide us, to lead us. So if you wouldn't mind, would you mind telling people a little bit, just a little bit about your backstory, about who you are and kind of how you got into this, this work that you do as a, as a psychic, so to speak? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, no problem at all. So ever since I was little, I've seen and sensed ghosts. And uh, sometimes it was very much like the kid in the sixth sense where I couldn't tell if someone was alive or not. <laughs> like pretty confusing um, because other people didn't see what I did. I actually started to think that maybe I was crazy. And so I just, you know, kept things to myself. And I remember asking my mom when I was maybe like seven years old, if she saw things and I knew based on her response that she didn't know what I was talking about. So I was like, well, probably best not to talk about this. So I did, I just kept it to myself and just kind of kept moving forward through life and did my best just to try to blend in and not let anyone know that I was different. <laughs> and it was fairly successful. Although there were things that, you know, would happen, you know, like one time I called the cops because I thought there was an intruder in the house and it was a ghost and all the cops showed up with their guns. And it was really embarrassing. And, you know, there were things that would happen that in later in retrospect, when I finally told my mom, she was like, okay, a lot of things make sense now. Um, and so I just kept it to myself. And as my uh, abilities grew stronger and they did, as I got older, it just became harder and harder for me to deny, you know, that there was something going on and to ignore it. And when I was in college, a family friend 
described a ghost that I had seen and told no one about. And that was a point where I was like, okay, I guess I'm not crazy. <laughs> and I, you know, was at once both kind of comforted and also a little scared because it was real, but, but I wasn't crazy. So that was good. So I did the only thing that I knew how to do at the time. It just felt like too much. You know, it was a different time with the internet and everything. I didn't have any teachers in my life in this area. And so I just tried to block it all out. And, you know, I was fairly successful in the sense that I did, for the most part, stop seeing and sensing things. But, you know, it was proved to not be a great uh, strategy for me. So fast forward many years, and I just... I was in a horrible place in my life, but everything kind of peaked for me during the recession. I was in a bad marriage. I was, you know, recently unemployed due to the recession. I was physically ill, um, you know, no money. I just, I just really completely had no direction. You know, every, every area of my life was a mess. So I went to a psychic just to try to figure out what the heck to do. And of course, without me telling her, she's like, wow, you're really psychic. You know, when you blocked out your abilities, you blocked out your intuition, um, and, which really made sense. I mean, I think that's what led to me getting into that place in my life where everything was terrible was I wasn't paying attention to myself. I wasn't paying attention to the messages that I was receiving. I was just to try and ignore everything. And so that really resonated. And I set about, you know, setting the intention to open back up. I started taking intuition and psychic development classes and started reading voraciously about, you know, angels and spirits and, you know, everything to do with this world. And very quickly, things changed for me. Uh, I had an angelic visitation experience that was incredible and completely changed my perspective. And I knew at that point that I wasn't alone and everything was going to be okay. Even though at that point in my life, things seemed pretty terrible. Again, I was physically ill. I was just getting out of this really bad marriage. The economy was terrible. I couldn't get a job. You know, like it seemed pretty bleak if you just looked at it on the surface. But after this angelic visitation experience, I knew that everything was going to be great. And I just started living my life intuitively instead of like logically and analytically, which is what I'd done before. And it had been like, okay, what do you need in life that, that you that you're supposed to have to be successful? A house, check, husband, check, advanced degree, check, you know, all the things. And that's what led to everything falling apart. And so when I started taking classes, it was really just to manage things for myself. But pretty uh, quickly, it became clear that I was being guided to work in this area. And so I started to teach and do readings, much to everyone's surprise, because my master's degree is in political science, and I worked in government, politics, and nonprofits. Like, this was, like, way out of the box. <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah, fast forward wow. many years, and, you know, I've grown my business. I have, you know, team before. I work with celebrities. I do television. I, you know, make my own schedule. Normally, I travel around a lot. I'm obviously not doing out that now during the um, lockdown. But, yeah, I have a pretty amazing life, and I'm just really passionate about helping everyone understand that they have access to this divine resource with the angels and spirit guides, as well as their own intuition, which just honestly is to make their life better. If you can just think about intuition as like, how do I make my life better? <laughs> you know, I think that's really a more accurate way to look at it. I love that so much. Your story is so fascinating. And I agree with you 100%. How can I make my life better? But I also like to think of it as how can I live in more in alignment with who I am and what I desire and, and those types of things as well. Um, you know, I, I have, uh, I have so many questions to ask you, <laughs> but I just wanted to say that, um, you know, and I, my listeners hear this all the time is that I like to pull an Oracle card before every podcast, just, just as a way to sort of help me 
get connected. And it was so interesting because this card that I pulled today based on our topic is so fitting to me. It's called follow (laughs) your own rhythm. (laughs) And it really is about intuition. And it talks about, um, you know, the first thing that it says is that deep within you are moved by an ancient, powerful force that cannot be tamed. It is the rising pulse of your connection to the life force. You feel it in your bones, in your blood, in your heart, and in your belly. And then it goes on to say, you know, you know that you march to your own beat, that no one else can tell you what your inner rhythms are, that you must trust in your own timing. You cannot be rushed or forced, can't be held back when it's time to burst forth. Life celebrates and supports the natural rise and fall of your inner rhythms. And it goes on, and I won't read the whole thing, but I just found this so fitting because this is what I believe intuition is all about. And I I feel like sometimes with, with women in particular, you know, because we're talking to women here, sometimes because of how we're, we're raised from birth that a lot of times, you know, we're so conditioned and we have a hard time connecting to that intuition that we have. In your case, yours is so exciting because it seemed like you connected on a very young level. But here's, here's my first question for you is, you know, because you were sort of psychic, if you will, <laughs> at a young age, how is it, how does that differ, would you say, from like someone like me or someone else who might be listening who doesn't necessarily have psychic abilities or the ability to see spirits or things like that, but they have that inner knowing, they have that inner guide, that inner, that inner counsel or whatever you want to call it. How, how does that differ and how can people like us actually really tap into that? to help us to, to grow and live our best life and be in alignment and manifest the kind of life that we desire. Yeah. So first of all, to the point about, you know, you said being in alignment is, you know, what intuition is. And and I completely agree. The thing is when we're out of alignment, it's harder. (laughs) And that's why I think, you know, I think of it as like having a better life and in regard to, you know, psychic abilities, I think that everyone is psychic, to be honest. But it is like a range, right? So just like almost any type of gift or ability, there's, you know, people that have just incredible natural ability. Um, There's people that, you know, turn out to be Picassos and, you know, Olympic athletes or whatever it is that, you know, you're looking at, whether it's athletes or arts or music, whatever, um, math. But then there's also like practice and training. And the truth is in our society, we don't get any practice and training. So a lot of people have an incredible... Um, ability, but they've never tapped into it. And there's different kinds of abilities. In my case, I'm very clairvoyant. And that means, you know, I, I see things um, sometimes in the physical space, and then sometimes just in my mind's eye, my third eye. But because it's a visual thing for me, I also am an empath and have some other abilities. But because it's visual, I always could tell that it was different than someone else. Like, you know, I could always tell, okay, that's outside of me. You know, that's, that's the sense. Whereas a lot of people have abilities, they're empathic or um, claircognizant, and they don't even recognize that they're psychic because it's it's not a part of our sort of societal, you know, conversation for the most part. And so I just really encourage everyone to kind of embrace their inner 
psychic, whatever that is, and learn to access it even more. Because, you know, I teach psychic development classes, and I'm always amazed at how many people start. And they're like, you know, I'm just kind of curious. And then we start the classes, and they are super psychic, like getting very, very specific stuff. And all it took was a little bit of like training, helping them to understand how it comes in for them, learning to trust it. Um, so I just think everyone has it. It's just a matter of how much and then learning to tap into it. I love that. So for, for the average person then, for someone who maybe feels like they're not really in touch with their intuition um, or is just beginning, what, what would be something that they could sort of become aware of maybe inside of themselves? What would you say like a tip that they could use to to maybe start to harness that power on a beginner level? Sure. So one of the first things that I encourage everyone to do is really pay attention to their body. Like literally, how does your body feel? What is your body telling you? And our body, I think, is such a strong, has such a strong connection with our soul. And yet oftentimes we completely ignore or deny what our body is telling us. You know, we're so kind of shut off from our, our bodies and our sort of spirit that we just, we don't listen. And even when our body is talking, we don't understand that there's a message that's being given to us. So I think that's the first thing is really pay attention to your body, pay attention to your body, you know, after you eat certain foods, pay attention to your body. Um, how, you know, when you're around certain people or situations, do you feel heavy? Do you feel light? Do you feel drained after you talk to someone? Do you feel energized? Like these are all things that we can pay better attention to. And there's, there's an interesting book that I'd like to share that is, is not a psychic book at all, but it's called, uh, what everybody is saying, like every space body. And it's written by a guy who contracts with the FBI and law enforcement. And he reads body language, like very you know, specific body language and facial expressions. And I was reading the book and it was fascinating because once I read it, I learned certain things about like what it means when you do certain things with your body, like when your feet point to a certain way or you turn away from someone or whatever. And I realized that even with all my training, there were times when maybe I didn't like a person energetically, something didn't feel right. And I would turn my body away, like turn my feet away from them. You know, wow. these are unconscious things that we do. So start paying attention to that when, you know, cause when you're, wanting to connect with someone, you kind of lean in, you face them. And when you're feeling something that is giving you like, oh, I don't know, I'm not sure if I want to connect with that person, you will turn yourself away, your feet will go in a different direction, things like that. So just learning to pay attention to like, what is my body cueing me? What is it sharing? What information is it sharing with me? The first step is to pay attention. And then you can start to learn tools to decode. And then the other piece I would just say is, Having, you know, quiet time, mindful time, meditation time is so important to get to learn to hear <laughs> that sort of, you know, more quiet inner voice. Because I think a lot of times our intuition is that like quiet inner voice. So a lot of the ego and the sort of chatter, um, anxiety, it's always like loud and like really, you know, kind of in your face in terms of, but your, your intuition, your angels and spirit guides is often going to be that quiet kind of soft voice. So we need to take that time to, to you know, tune into that message instead of like whatever is the sort of loud in messages that we get in our mind. Yes, I agree with that 100% as well. <laughs> I do. I, I talk a lot about getting in our bodies. It's so it's it's critical, truly, to remaining grounded as well and to actually connecting to source, connecting to spirit, whatever it is that you, however it is that each individual defines it. But I know for myself, I have to do a daily ritual of connecting to my body 
whether it be taking a bath or doing some sort Mm -hmm. of mindful silent meditation or something that allows me to, like you said, you know, kind of turn that switch off in the brain and just start to ask questions, like, you know, start to just feel the body and feel the vibrations of the body. And then if there's a question that comes up or a thought that comes up, what I like to do is I like to ask questions and be like, Hmm, so, you know, what is this about? Or does this, does this mean anything? And then, you know, then you start that can go into like a really broad topic here, but I won't get into the details, but I'm sure you probably agree that that's kind of the way to start allowing your body to actually give you the answers so that you can get out of your head, get out of your brain, get out of that ego and all of that old conditioning that we've been brought up with and let our body be the guiding force because I believe that our body is truly the smartest tool that we have. It's smarter than our brain. Our, we should allow our body to actually inform our brain versus the other way around. <laughs> right. Yeah, I, I totally yeah. agree. And I feel like a lot of people have this almost antagonistic relationship with their body. Like something's going, you know, kind of wrong and they're putting this in quotes and they're like, Oh, they get so frustrated and they like get angry with their body. And like, why aren't you working? Yeah. <laughs> Instead of like, okay, I need, I'm being guided to listen. Something's off here. My body's trying to tell me something it needs, which honestly, if your body needs something, it's like, you need it. Your body is not, you know, it, we, sometimes we think of it as separate, but it is the key part of us that's trying to share this information and even illness. Um, though we, again, we might think of that as bad is, is communicating something. So for me, when I hit my sort of life crisis, my, my body was starting to physically shut down. I had so many health issues. I was on sleeping pills. You know, I, I then later got some medical diagnoses that helped me, but I also believe it was just a form of shaman sickness, which is when, when you're kind of off your path, your body is like, nope, like you're, you're <laughs> off, like you need to pay attention. And so if yeah. you have physical illness that you're struggling with, if you can think of it as like, okay, like my body's trying to tell me something, it may be like what I'm talking about where I was off my path. Maybe you're in literally a toxic environment with chemicals. You know, it can be a lot of different things, um, but there's a strong emotional, spiritual component to what's happening in our bodies. Um, and if you're not familiar with the work, I recommend the book, um, you can heal your life by Louise Hay, where she talks about different physical illnesses and like what they may mean for your body. It's it's not always a hundred percent, you know, there's definitely some interpretation and some variance, but it can at least give you an idea of like, oh, if I'm having skin issues, it's this, or, you know, thyroid issues, maybe I need to speak up more or whatever. Yeah. I, yeah. Louise Hay, that's fantastic. Um, I recently watched the movie Heal, and I believe that's another really wonderful Mm, resource as well. It's all about the mind-body connection and how you can heal, how the body can heal itself. Um, So I'm curious, you know, when you were going through all of that, before you really embraced your gifts, um, what would you say is, is there, what would you say was a defining moment for you to to finally say, you know, I'm done with this. I, I can't do this anymore. I have to start listening to my psychic abilities, my intuition. Was there, was there a defining moment for you that sort of led you into this, into this path of embracing it fully? Well, I think it was honestly just my, just this moment of just my life just falling apart. Like, you know, session was happening. I'd never been unemployed. A contract position I had ended. I couldn't find another job. I'd been on unemployment for six months, which is like nothing I'd ever, you know, experienced before. 
Um, I found out I could have been the surprise guest on the Jerry Springer show. I mean, no one wants to be that person, right? Um, money again, sleeping pills, emotionally, mentally a wreck. Um, yeah, that was my moment. That That was was, like, how did I get here? And, you know, again, I did all the things you're quote unquote kind of supposed to do. You know, I got, you know, the advanced degree, I got the husband, I got the nice house, I got the, you know, all the things, um, except I didn't do it in a way that was in alignment for me. All those things can be great if they're what your soul wants. And if you do it in a way that is aligned for you, but I wasn't, I was just kind of checking the boxes. And so that was really my moment. And, you know, it was really out of the box for me to even go to a psychic, even though I, yeah, I know I was really psychic and had these abilities. I I didn't really think of myself that way. I thought of myself as more like a little crazy (laughs) and, (laughs) you know, but I just was so desperate, like nothing I had done had worked. So that was really my moment. And I feel like there's a lot of people that are going through that right now with coronavirus and everything shutting down. Um, and a lot of times the thing, the very things that we are trying to hold on to the most are the, are the things that when they're taken away, it's actually the best for us. And that proved to be the case for me. So, I mean, the, one of the hardest elements of this too was like being a psychic was not in my mental construct for myself, like at all. You know, I worked in government and politics, you know, Total. <laughs> yeah, two different worlds <laughs> feeling. And so it was rebuilding my sense of self and how I operate in the world. And then also giving my permission myself permission to be a different person. I mean, it was really funny when I'd run into someone from my past and they'd be like, how are you doing? I'm like, well, I'm working as a psychic and I got that for And you know, I could just see them be like, what? <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. Oh, so. Yes. And it's, I love it because I, I love the story because I feel like it's so important that we embrace that women embrace who they are and step into their power. You know, that's, that is, that is what it's all about. That's how we stay in alignment. That's how we manifest stepping into that power and being okay with who you are and loving who you are and accepting who you are, regardless of the outside world and what anyone else thinks or feels about it. It's, it, this is your life. You are here for a reason. I believe that we all have gifts. We all have things to offer and we're all here to participate in this world in some unique, special way. And the only way that we can truly connect to that is by listening in, listening in. We can't get that from the outside world. Yeah. And I think you're totally right. And one of the shifts that's happening in society is we've been in this very kind of traditional male structured paradigm and we're starting to shift into more kind of feeling emotional feminine intuitive time and a lot of times that's hard because we're so trained to be in that kind of masculine logical you know process oriented way of of, you know experiencing the world and, and moving through it but I think it's hard you know when you kind of have to go through that shift but once you tap into this way I feel like this is so much easier <laughs> <laughs> it is and and I know it's it's not easy like you I've made many changes in my life I've gone through hell and so many of us have and the the process isn't always easy it's it can be difficult because you have to face those shadows and you have to face those belief systems and all of that and you have to do the inner work but the end result I believe is so incredibly worth it <laughs> Absolutely yeah I just think you know and, and once you've learn to do it this way. I like, I could never go back. I can never go back. And it's no. funny because if you'd asked me before my sort of life kind of 
hit the fan, you know, <laughs> so to speak. Um, I would have said I was happy because that's all I knew, right? That was my yeah. only reference point for my life was was what I had experienced and what I was experiencing. But now that I've seen and experienced something better, I look back on that and I'm like, wow, I was so miserable. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so I think it's also about reframing things, looking at it a different way, and then believing that what we can have is so much better than we probably even could have imagined. Yes. And when we tap into a, a intuition and therefore are more aligned, you know, it's like our, your life just gets so much better, like better and better and better. And like magical things happen that are, you know, like miraculous and like you just can't imagine. And, and the thing is, I'm not special in that way. Like I've experienced this for myself, but everyone can have that. It's just a matter of learning to listen and follow the guidance and, and then be able to receive that as it comes in. Yes. Receiving. So important. Something so many of us have such a hard time doing. <laughs> Yeah. So, um, what would, if, if you could go back to a time before you embrace these gifts to your younger self, what's something you would say to her? What would you say to her right now? If you could give her one piece of wisdom. I, I think there's, there's two, but they're brief. I would say, you know, don't try to be like everyone else because I feel like whatever makes us different, whatever makes us unique yeah. is our superpower. That's, that's, you know, who we are. And it's so powerful. And the other piece is connected with that is, you know, don't listen to other people and their limited perspective. Because you only you know, for sure. And there's a lot of people that unfortunately have been taught, you know, a lot of limits in terms of what we can do or have or be. And whatever they believe doesn't have to be what's true for you. So be yourself, whatever that is, and then just go for whatever it is you dream. Because I truly feel and believe in my experience, I think is showing that you can create whatever you want to like. And if you're surrounded by people that don't believe and are kind of putting their limitations on you, then maybe it's time to shift or release or put some distance between you and those people and find a tribe and a circle that is more supportive and believes in magic. I love that so much. And that right there is great advice for all of us who are listening and myself included. <laughs> so I, I'm, I'm just loving this conversation and I could feel like I could talk to you for hours and hours about this, but unfortunately we're on a podcast and <laughs> we don't have that kind of time. So I would love it if you could tell our listeners how they can find out more about you. Sure. So my website is healingpowers.net. And that's where you can find information about my psychic work, you know, how to work with me, my podcast, which is healing powers podcast. Um, And yeah, feel free to reach out to me. I'm on Instagram at laurapowers44. You can DM me or you can email me at bookings at laurapowers.net. And I do regularly teach psychic development classes. I'm not sure you know, when this is uh, releasing, but like next Wednesday, June 3rd, I have a, a class, a group class. And then I also do one-on-one training. So if that's something you want to tap into or connect with, um, I'd love to hear from you. Oh, and I have seven books and all this stuff. So if you even just want to read them, they're on angels, on manifesting, on the supernatural. It's, those are all on Amazon and on my website as well. Wonderful. So exciting. Gosh, Laura, thank you so much for this conversation today. I've had so much fun just talking to you. And I can't wait for us to connect again. And for all of my beautiful sisters out there, thank you for listening. And feel free to visit my website, www.reneeshear.com. And I would love to hear from you. Sign up for my free Facebook group. Send me a DM. I'm always here to support you.
Sending you so much love. Have a beautiful day, dear sisters. Thank you so much for listening to the Empowered Goddess Creative Podcast, a place where you can always feel at home. If you're feeling the call to dive deeper into your sacred journey, go to www.reneeshear.com to learn all the ways you can participate in a community of sisters who are making massive transformation at Renee's online classes, retreats, and private groups. Let life be your canvas, dear sister, and we'll see you on the next episode.